And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. The leader at Arts Girl Masora, of course, is Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz. He is with us live via telephone. We get an opportunity every once in a while to check out some of the latest and greatest from Arts Scroll and just get an update for this time of year as we uh, embark on the year 5784. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM and the AM and a Gemar Chasimatova to you. Thank you, Nachum Gemar Chasimatova and Shana to everyone listening, everyone around the world. So nice to be back on. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. I'd like to know your response to this uh, listener email that I got this morning. Listener Ruvain says, you know, it is really not fair. You're going to have Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz on this morning. It's going to cost me even more money. What is your response to that, Rabbi Zlotowitz? <laughs> as long as he, he wants to be inspired and learn Torah, the best money he could spend. <laughs> Certainly can't argue with you on that. Um, I'll, oh, and let me remind our listeners, if you are concerned about spending money on Judaica and uh, wonderful items from Art Scroll. Remember, major discount, free shipping every time you use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Again, major discount, free shipping every time you use promo code radio at artscroll.com. It's as simple as that. You know, I have, and Gedalia, I don't know if you've ever thought of this. You know how into trivia and numbers I am, and I've had conversations with people who dominate the Jewish world. I mean, Yoichi Herzog and I have joked on the air, uh, have joked, but have also tried to, you know, come up with a number. How many bottles of Kedem wine, you know, are on Seder tables around the year, and in this case are on, you know, in, in sukkahs around the year. As I am using the Art Scroll large print machzer, to lead services at the New Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island. You're very familiar with Rabbi Siegel and the New Springville Jewish Center. As I'm leading services, I'm saying to myself, my gosh, I wonder how many people at this moment or at some point during the day are using an art scroll machzer. Now, are you like me that you think about things like that or this does not dominate your thoughts on the first day of the year? What dominates my thoughts is looking around my own school and hearing from people that are just amazed how many, what high percentage of people are using some form of an article master, and whether it's a Hebrew English interlinear Hebrew only, there's so many options. And, you know, we always say, I really believe that the master has totally changed davening to call you so. Oh, I agree with that. You know, I, I think it's now it's about 30 years old. Yeah. And I try to imagine what it was like. Someone in my office came over to me yesterday morning, um, a young lady, said when she got married, so her mother-in-law didn't want to buy her an art school box at a Marcel room because she worked at art school. So she figured, like, she'll get us something different. And she pulled it out on Rosh Hashanah and was using it and there's no instructions. She didn't know where to turn to, what to do, what she says, what the chazan says. And, you know, the things we take for granted today, before the article master, I really don't know what people did, how they followed along. You know, I'm so glad you made this point. That's exactly what I was about to say. 
anybody who grew up with old-time machzorim, and again, no criticism of those who made sure we had machzorim in those days, instructions, direction, a clear path through davening. These are some of the things that Art Scroll implemented when the machzor came out. It really, and people don't get it. Kids, you know, in my kids' age would not understand that, that you opened up a machzor on Rosh Hashanah, and it, was, and it was just confusing. Again, no criticism. It was just confusing. It wasn't easy uh, to understand how to navigate through davening. So that's certainly a very, very big difference that Art Scroll did uh, for all of us and much appreciated, to say the least. Also, I wish I was in those sessions. I mean, you, you and I were very young at the time, obviously, so we wouldn't have been privy to it. But I wish I was in those sessions where some of the small nuances, congregation says this first, other times, Chazan says this first, and then the congregation responds. I really wonder what those sessions at the art scroll offices were like, because in many cases, there are synagogues and customs that will differ in terms of how they do it. I'm thinking specifically now of something we do on Sukkot, where half the world does it one way and half the world does it a different way. And I, and I, and I would be fascinated to know what those sessions were like. If your father led a five-minute session on these issues or a five-hour session, on these issues. Well, I'll, Nachum, I'll tell you in the audience a very interesting tidbit. You know, when this happened with the sitter and with the box, so exactly what you're saying. How do you decide, you know, certain things, a nusach, a minog, a custom, most congregations, some congregations, and, you know, my father, as you were very close to Ramosha Feinstein, that's all. He was also close to Yaakov Kamenetsky, that's all. And they both told him the same thing. If you want to know what Klal Yisrael does, go around to the Gaboyim in the old shuls and ask them, what have you been doing all the year? Take a consensus, and then you'll know what to follow. Because many times when people came, especially to America, you know, they lost them in Hagim, right. and they weren't really 100% sure what to do. But those who had a Masora knew exactly what was done. And that's how we followed you know, what they told us to do. It's very interesting that both Ramosha and Yaakov said the same thing. Yeah. Hundred percent, and there is no other way. And that, by the way, is is why the old time Machzorim. I think one of the reasons that some of those the, the, the those who compiled them felt it wasn't that urgent to put in specific instructions and directions because there was a Masora and people actually knew what to do. We 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 drifted away from that and got into an era where not everybody knew exactly what to do or what, how they remember it uh, or how they remember their parents or grandparents doing. So again. Um, you guys did everybody a very, very big service. By the way, I'm going to put you on the spot, and I apologize for putting you on the spot because I really should not expect that you would know the answer to this, but you might know the answer to it. As someone who leads the davening, uh, in addition to the art scroll machzer that is made with large type and made for the chazen, made for the baltfila, made for the person leading the services, is there one that, that, is, that has been created that follows the exact pages of a regular Art scroll machzer, or, or or the only one that exists is the one that was made that uh, you know because of its large print, etc., cannot possibly be in the same format as the regular art scroll machzer. No, we we took our classic Hebrew English machzer a few years ago, and we enlarged it to a chazen size. 
You could have the same exact mock. So okay. 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 Paper. One second. One second. One second. So <laughs> if for argument's sake, I would walk into your building sometime between now and the end of this week, that would be something I'd be able to obtain for Yom Kippur. Yes, and we look forward to seeing you. Okay, <laughs> now you've almost you've almost guaranteed a visit, uh, because no criticism. The original one that Art Scroll made is fantastic, and obviously has all the text that you need. Uh, but I would imagine I was, I was going through this also in my head. I would imagine when there's somebody who's leading services who everyone is depending on for everything, you know, to to remind them what page they're on. Not obviously to say the page number, but to, but sometimes to point and remind, etc. There are congregations like that around the world that you know, or people are not familiar with what's going on. They're depending on the one person who's doing all the davening and all the chauffeur blowing, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to remind them about different things. It's very, very helpful if everyone is quote unquote on the same page. So that's a revelation for me. I'm so glad to hear it and hopefully I'll take advantage of it. By the way, while, while I'm on this issue, can you do the, the sukkis also have an exact same pagination for the major moxer? Do you have a big moxer for sukkis? <laughs> Not yet, but it is in the works because a lot of people have been asking. Yep, I'm telling you. Everyone everyone thinks, you know, there's nothing left to do, and everyone at Art Scroll knows there's plenty left to do. All right, speaking of plenty left to do, let me not dominate this conversation with Rabbi Zlotowicz. Let me give him an opportunity to bring us up to date on some of the things that are going on. First of all, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing when there's a record-breaking release. Um, I mean, obviously you enjoy it, but you get nachas from the fact that the whole world responds the way they did, uh, the way they do. What do you think of the uh, response uh, to Around the Year with Ramilich Biederman? Well, Ramilich Biederman has really taken over the world. He, I'm sure most of you listeners are familiar with him. Here is a, a man who lives in Eretz Yisrael, never left Eretz Yisrael, and doesn't speak English, speaks in Yiddish, and people, thousands, tens of thousands of people are into him. They're getting video clips with subtitles. He has a very positive message, always building up people, and people just connected with him. When we came out with the Haggadah, Pesach time, um, in three and a half weeks, we sold over 26,000 copies. It was unheard of. The next best-selling I got was 11,000 copies, just to put it in perspective. What's amazing is you would think that his core audience would be people that speak Yiddish. But you know, Nachum, that, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, people in Flatbush, people in Muncie, Teaneck, Five Towns. Everywhere. Everyone is into Revilev. They love his message. This they was this was the speech. this was the discussion at our Shabbos table a couple of weeks ago. We had all the kids over, and one of the discussions we were trying to figure out how somebody who's becoming well known for again you know clips as you just described of of different uh, you know uh, inspiring words done in Yiddish and obviously there's subtitles etc cetera, etc. Cetera, but how has this has become such an important facet of lives all across the board from the most modern to the most yeshivas. It's unbelievable how the, the appeal that he has. And, and of course, your, you know, so your, your sale numbers reflect that. So what Rav Swilly Besser did here in this new volume is, like the title says, he went around the year with her Miloch, going through every month of the year, the highlights of the year. Obviously, Elo. Then you have Tishrei, you have Hashanah, you have Kippah, Sukkot. You'll have Tuber Shvat, you'll have Pesach, you'll have Purim, and 
he'll give you a few pages on each topic, just words of inspiration, words to bring you closer to Hashem, and this is what people are looking for in such a positive way. And it, like you say, it became an instant bestseller. People can't get enough of it. And Mitz Hashem will be doing more volumes because Ramayelich is endless. His Torah is endless. And I and I discovered, discovered, I, I mentioned this with uh, Surly Besser on the air. Uh, after all these years, I make certain discoveries. <laughs> Seder, Seder is really important in your industry. It's no secret that uh, some of the best sellers of the year are Haggadahs. And again, because it goes in a certain order based on the order that we go ahead and observe on Seder night. But Seder order is also important in other aspects. I would have to imagine that there is an advantage, and Gedalia Zlotowicz, tell me if I'm right or wrong, there is an advantage when someone writes Kiseder, when a Parsha book comes out and everyone knows there'll be something new to read each and every week. And in this case, the same thing. Around the year with Reb Milach, as popular as he is, and I get it, nonetheless, when everyone knows that every single month and every single holiday and every special occasion, there'll be something new to read and to be inspired by, I believe that that... I would and say it drives sales, but I think it helps sales. Is Seder, is order very important in your industry? Well, order is very important, but what's more important is the order, together with knowing that every single piece you read is going to be something special. Right. Anyone could write around the year, but if half the pieces are something that won't interest you, then at a certain point, you're not even going to look at it anymore. The beauty of her Milach is every single piece that inspired you on what what Shruli did in this book. Also, for those who are familiar with her Milach, as reading to the they'll stop piece and will describe you what her Milach was doing as he said over the piece, and you feel like her Milach is sitting there and you're looking at him as you're reading it. No question about it. Uh, everyone, check it out. If you don't have it yet, get it, and you certainly will be inspired, and there's plenty there for Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and beyond. Um, is this a popular year for uh, for Parsha books? Do you think that, because look, not only are we going to be at Parsha's Bracious soon, but this year we've got that long break between Simcha's Torah and... Um, and Parsha's Bracious an entire week. Are we gonna are we gonna see a lot of Parsha books this year, or this is not the year for that? So again, just a little tidbit, a little insight into the way we think. You know, there is so much available now for free. Yep. Walk into every shul, there are Parsha sheets. We ourselves put out a Parsha sheet every week that we send out and on the internet so we have shied away recently from doing Parsha books, again, unless it's from someone that has a huge following. So just, again, a little behind the curtain look, the next thing that we're looking to do for Hermailuk would be a Parsha book. Because Hermailuk, again, like you say, there's Seder, yeah. there's structure, and every piece is going to be great. But in general, we have not been doing too many Parsha books recently. Very interesting. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz is with us live via telephone. All right, I'll lead you up to the next piece of news, Rabbi Zlotowitz. Is there, in fact, more? After all the analyses and all the uh, uh, different uh, ways that people have delved into the works of Rashi, especially Rashi and Chumash over the years, is there yet more that we could do and release to the public regarding Rashi? Well, 
Oh, we have, this is one of the most exciting projects we have done in many, many years. Um, you know, about 30 years ago, we did the Sapistine edition of Rashi on Chumash, which in its time was a brilliant work, a beautiful translation yeah. that really helped people understand Rashi. But you know, Nachum, that over the last 30 years, Torah learning has been elevated to an unprecedented level across Kal Yisrael. So many more people now are learning Dafyomi. They're listening to people like Surly Bornstein, who's raising their level of learning. Mishnah Yomi. We ourselves are publishing Tosvots. Who would ever imagine that Palabatim would be sitting and learning Tosvots? And there are so many learning programs going on where people want to learn more in depth than on a higher level. We felt it was time that people who learn Rashi Chumash every week, which most people do, but they really want to have a better understanding what was bothering Rashi. We added Rashi in these two words. What is he trying to say in the few words that he wrote to really explain the Pasuk? Where did he see it in the Pasuk? Which word, which nuance? And that's what this new elucidated Rashi going to do. The Shamsin edition elucidated Rashi is going to give people a new understanding like never before of what Rashi was trying to do, how he got there, why he argued on the other Rishonim, and we are very excited that the first volume is going to be released tomorrow, that Bereshis Volume 1, which covers half of Sefer Bereshis, and followed by Bereshis Volume 2 in a few weeks. I really am confident that after the Gemara Project, this will end up becoming our most popular, our most used project that we ever published. That's pretty amazing, which means people literally can go to the website and order it now, right? I mean, now's the time. It's ready to ship. Pretty amazing. All right, so check that out, everybody. Boy, I, I was just thinking as you're saying all this, you know, when you, when you think back 60, 70, 80 years, one, one, one of the first... Uh, one of the first things that people released when it came to, um, uh, you know, expanding the world of Judaica was English editions of Rashi, linear editions of Rashi. And like I say, he may be the most analyzed of all the commentaries over all these decades. And the way you just described that, uh, that is uh, a, a work we're certainly looking forward to. Coming out tomorrow, everybody, check it out at artscroll.com. Uh, also, there's uh, there's a brand new Living Amuna, Correct. The Vanilla Vimona Volume 7, you would think by now people would lose interest, but it's only getting stronger and stronger. Rabbi Asher has a way in one or two pages just to give over a message to be Mechazic people, to strengthen their, you know, Emuna and Hashem. And again, people have so many study programs of people learning at night on the phone with somebody. You know, I, I should say it speaks for itself, Living Emuna. Plus, there's a brand new one uh, that we should point out by Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, the Ribnitzer, the life, sanctity, and legacy of Rav Chaim Zalmvel Abramowitz, the Ribnitzer Rebbe. What can you tell us about this recent release by Rabbi Seltzer? The Ribnitzer Rebbe, amazing to think, Nachman, that we lived in the same generation that he lived. Besides, you know, that he was a miracle worker, everyone knows that, he was one of the holiest people probably ever lived. The book portrays that. He's buried in Muncie. His kever is in Muncie. 
probably the most visited kever in the United States. You know, if he would be buried in Europe, there'd be constant trips. Here he's buried. People go there so often and see so many salvations when they pray at his kever. And this book just talks about the life of this great and holy tzaddik. And and that's out already, or we're anticipating its release? That is out already. This is out already. Well, early this year for all the reading material one needs. Look into these yom and norayim. And what can you tell me about about uh, the Rabbi Ginsburg work? So everyone knows of a Ginsburg, the famous famous writer. He writes an article. Every few weeks, he's around the five towns. He himself went through so many challenges in his life. Nachum, you're familiar with Ginsburg. What the doctors gave up hope on him right. during, COVID. during COVID, right? And through a miracle, literally a miracle, he survived. He came home. He's well, and you know he's as active as ever. But what people, many people, don't know is he lost a daughter many years ago, his youngest daughter, and he lost a grandchild as well. And here's a man who went through so many tsaris, and he writes the most uplifting articles of chizik you could imagine. And this book is a of his writings. People are always calling us. This is what I encouraged him very much to write this book. People are always calling us that they're going through some tsaris, different pains and struggles. What could they read to strengthen themselves? And finally, we have a book that every single page are just words of chizuk, especially coming from someone like him who went through so many challenges and was able to rise above them. Rays of hope, finding chizuk in challenging times. And uh, every time these types of works are produced by the folks at Arts Girl must give you tremendous chizuk, Rav Gedalia, because the... Uh, I, you know, it's just that when you think of how many thousands of people are being inspired by these pages as you see them being printed, must be an amazing feeling. And here's another work like that for you. That's for sure. It, it, you know, people just want more and more. And, you know, it's to Ami Israel's credit that they, they're looking to improve. They're looking to come closer to Hashem. They're looking to build on their betachin and their amuna. And whatever we little we can do to help them, it's really an honor and a merit for us. Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowicz is with us. Anything you want to specifically mention regarding um, Kippur, Sukkis? I know that, uh, I mean, there's plenty out there, obviously, that have come out over the last many, many years. Anything uh, specific you want to bring everyone's attention to? I think people should just check out the website. There's so many great books from Rabbi Gladstein, and, and it's like endless. Once I start naming things, yeah. Rabbi Krohn, but there's so much. Go to the website. Things are categorized. You'll see it. Go to your local bookstore. You'll be able to browse. And I just want to wish Am Yisrael, the Gemach Matova, and this should be the year that we greet Mashiach together, and we should go to Yisrael together, and it's really time for the Geula of Amen. Amen. A big yeshakach. Thanks for everything you and your staff and everybody does. You have a, a group of scholars that does incredible and amazing work, and you have team leaders uh, when it comes to the Shas, when it comes to the Rashi Project, and so many others uh, that are really culling together all these great scholars and all their uh, very difficult and hard work, uh, editing everything, making sure it's all prepared for us so that when uh, we, we see it on its in its final form, 
It is 100% uh, accurate and perfect. And uh, boy, that takes a tremendous amount of work. So to you and everybody, the Art Scroll family, a big thank you and a gmar simatova. And we should have a happy, healthy, and sweet year together. Uh, Amen. I look forward to seeing you over the next two days. <laughs> that Yom Kippur Machser is, gonna, is going to entice me to take the drive over to the Art Scroll headquarters. Rabbi Gedalia's Lottowitz, everybody. Artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Simple as that. Artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Free shipping. Major discount. Every time you use promo code radio at Artscroll.com. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.